Oh, we live? Yeah. Oh, we live. My bad. They call me flexing out here. Welcome back. What do you do? What do you do? We out here, Real Fans Podcast. Look, what are you shaking your head for? Because <laughs> you're always flexing. You're like, oh, they call me flexing. You always you know don't let me. Oh, I know we started. I know we started. Welcome back, guys. Thanks for tuning in. And I believe we're live, right? We're live. We are. Yes, we are. Yeah, a lot of a lot of sports news going on. A lot of a lot of players not happy where they're at, and all of sports, you know, football, baseball, basketball. What we're going to jump into, what? J.J. Watt to Arizona. Big news, big news there. Arizona, a rising team, just acquired a great, amazing player. What do you guys think? It's going to be impactful? I don't know. I was actually – all right, first of all, ever, the football world was shocked by this. Everybody thought he was going to go ring chase, maybe take a pay cut because he's made his money. I I thought, I thought for sure he was going to either Green Bay or Pittsburgh – Maybe Tampa, but I didn't see that happening like some people did. But damn, and the money he got was unreal because I mean, you do think he he kind of is like on his back nine of his career. Um, and I really didn't ex- I didn't expect him to get fifteen million a year, fifteen, sixteen, I think two years, thirty two million. Like that was just mind blowing to me. And um, but. What convinced me was I forgot what I was watching, but they they brought up his stats. And even though J, what makes JJ Watt perceive that he hasn't been playing that good is because he hasn't been playing to the absolutely Hall of Fame elite level he was like five years ago. Yeah. But you still look at him now. It's not that he went from great to average. He was just such in another league all those years that when you look at him now, you think he's average, but he's still one of I the think best. top. He's still like top ten percent. Yeah. And win percentage, win percentages on his uh, at, you know, takeoff, like yeah, which threw like me off. I, I thought, Aaron I Rodgers. thought he was whatever. Yeah. But Aaron Rodgers threw in that that quote. He was like, "Listen, my down year is still better than majority of these quarterbacks' uh, best years because they play at a, such an elite level that when you see them go anything below that, it you know you don't look at them the same. But they're still like one of the greats on the field." And I can see that, you know, he's recovering from his injuries and everything like that. And I remember he was talking to town a few years ago, obviously. You know what I mean? But, I mean, he's still been playing good. He's quietly been putting in his work, getting his numbers, you know, doing what he got to do. It's just no one perceives him the same way because, you know, of his injuries or what's been going on. But he's still amazing, so it's crazy. Well, what's crazy, too, is that he – I think he's second in – what is it? He is second – in um sacks since 2011 and the only one ahead of him is chandler jones which guess who's on the other side of him in arizona chandler jones they're gonna have the two top five two top two pass rushers from the past 10 years on the same team and chandler jones still got it i think to me he's still been playing really good and maybe this can help revamp that that defense because i think like arizona should be a playoff team but I guess what also really surprises me with this move is that he's going to a f- extremely tough division. And if he wants to win a ring, like the NFC West is the hardest division. In the like, I don't know if there's a harder one. I mean, I don't know who's going to win it. You got the Rams who have Matthew Stafford. Now you have Arizona Cardinals who seem to be on the rise and arguably probably should have made the playoffs this past year, but with a lot of stupid mistakes and dumb play calls, they didn't. San Francisco should be back to where they were. They just were down because of all the injuries. Yeah. And then you have Seattle, which presumably Russell Wilson is going to be back. Uh, they're they're always a threat. So it's really interesting to see. So I'm I'm really curious. And then the I think it was part of both. I think he wanted to chase the money because he probably got a lot of money. Because what I heard was that. Uh, people around the league, a lot of other GMs and owners, they did not expect like when they were, the rumors are going around that 15, 16 million for JJ Watt, they couldn't believe it. And then when it comes out, it's like, holy shit, people actually, they, Arizona actually paid that much for him. Like that's insane. Especially, especially with this, how the salary cap is this coming year, which is going to be an absolute shit show. But uh, yeah. What do you think? Gabe? Well, um, I kind I think we talked about this earlier, like uh, predicting like where he would go, what, um, I think I remember earlier saying maybe he might go to Pittsburgh, which is like a strong defense, or he might go to LA, which also has very good defensive ends. But obviously, he ended up he ended up on the, the same division, uh, other team. 
Um, Man, you imagine him on the Rams? (laughs) Holy shit. Or Pittsburgh. You know, his brother was trolling him on Twitter. I know TJ Watt was trolling him. Um, But um, I think he wanted to find a spot where, you know, he could be the man. Obviously, he's not the only strong defensive player, but as far as that line, um, looking at the roster, like he's going to be the big name there. And, you know, uh, I think it's going to be improvement. We'll see. You know, now he has a new spot, new area. He's going to have, you know, a new hunger to show that he's worth the money that that, uh, you know, all this uh, kind of drama that he calls on the offseason yeah. uh, is going to be worth I feel it. Like, so. As a player, sometimes that's what you need, man. Like, you could be as dedicated as you can to any particular city or team. And, you know, it, it just dies out. Like, your hunger could die out. You feel like you gave it. You're all there. And, you know, change the scene, change of, you know, player mentality, who, who's around you, coaching you know, GM, environment, anything like that could spark a new fire in a player. And just because he leaves doesn't mean he's going to play any worse. Hey, who knows? Yeah, he went hard for Houston. Like, he was there during those Hurricane Harvey. He was, like, there for the flood. He, he's And the fact that he even – like, the coolest thing about J.J. Watt's story this past, like, offseason is the way every – like, the way he got to break everything. He got to tell – he was the one that announced that he was released – to Twitter talking Word. about Houston, so talk, and now he announced that he's a Cardinal, which is a dope ass picture of him like just squatting with the fucking yeah. the Cardinal shirt on. And like, man, when I saw that, I was shocked. Like, I couldn't believe it. I was like, holy he shit! He said, "Source, me." You can argue with that. I'm just surprised you're it didn't get guy. out. I'm surprised it didn't get out like that. Which is like well, impossible you know, nowadays. You know, who knows? He probably got that call and then immediately got on. <laughs> it was like, all right, we gotta. Probably. I'm gonna let everybody know first. But I mean, we'll see, man. I think it's gonna be an improvement. Obviously, I think he still has stuff in the tank. You know, I don't know if he's gonna be, you know, fucking Aaron Donald good, like number one, you know, top five. Um, no, in the league. But I think he still has stuff to offer. He's his. Obviously, he's he's still strong. He's still working out. He's exercising. He's still willing to to give to the game. And, you know, um, I think it'll be improvement. Like, I like Arizona. They, you know, they ended up this past year 8-8. Eight and eight. Um, And we'll see how that division up. It is a tough division uh, to play in. But I think I think he'll bring uh, good play and, and, you know, he'll he'll be a help to the team. He won't be a hindrance. I, I yeah. Think I think he'll be solid. I don't know if I would have paid him that much. So that's a lot. That's a lot for a Guy who's probably not like like that's like top five money for pass rusher. Got to be on like yeah. to me to be getting like that kind of money. Which I mean, well, he's a veteran. I, I guess it's not like I guess like right now I think the high I think the market for like those top guys is probably like eighteen nineteen. I guess so. I mean, I don't know. I guess it was just shocking. I didn't expect a veteran to get that I much, mean, especially with the salary cap issues that are about to happen. Yeah. Like the you base that pay off of how they performed that previous season or just how their overall career was. Because I mean, you, you know what he can do. You can't base Obviously, it off a career. You just, you can't, you gotta well, do what, I mean, it's, yeah. it's, what, what have you done for me lately type of league, especially in a league where it's you one year, it could be great. The next year could be bad. And it's just, yeah, it, exactly. It, exactly. What I'm well, saying, yeah. So yeah. When it comes down to it, like he's worth whatever they're willing to pay for him. So you know, regardless of oh, you're gonna pay him for a future. Are you playing for a future possibility prospect? Or are you paying for his past work? I mean, he's gonna be worth whatever they pay him for, uh, uh, honestly. And him being a veteran, you know, him being kind of not face of the league, but he's a very popular name. Uh, he kind of made a name for himself. A very JJ tough guy. Swat. Very, yeah. So um, you know, you know whether you would, you know, if I was an owner of a team, some fake fake ass team, would I pay that much? <laughs> I don't know, but I guess you know for Arizona, you know that that's the right number. So yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I don't know. I, he he. I only thing to say is like he's worth whatever they pay for him. Like I'm not gonna be sitting here and be like, oh, you should have paid him you know one million dollar less. That's the perfect one million less, and that's the perfect like whatever. Man. I'm they're just shocked. Like I'm just shocked. Him, right? I didn't. I just. I didn't expect that. Like I was just shocked. I was like, holy shit! Like that. I think everyone else shocked as you are. Crazy, I was really man. expecting him to go to Pittsburgh. Like I really thought he was going to go there. I, I thought like, Green hey, Bay. Brother, I thought I was. Ball. I would have put money on Green Bay. I thought for sure he was going. Listen, man, he probably just didn't want to play in the snow. To be honest, that's why he went to Arizona. Arizona I mean, he, he, he played in. Indoor. He played. He played for Wisconsin. He grew. He was born yeah. and raised in Wisconsin. Still lives in Wisconsin. I grew up as a Packers fan, and Packers 
you know, they could use some help on the defensive end. What if they didn't give him the right offer? And he was like, eh, that's nah. probably what it was. I mean, at yeah, the end of the day, yeah. and mind you, remember that Hopkins was over there as well. So like, yeah. not, you know what I mean? Maybe he's yeah. getting inside information from Hopkins who, who just left the Houston Texans. So maybe, do you maybe think, that, do you think you they're know. a favorite now? Do you think it, do you, how much do you, do you think it, do you think it takes them over the edge or do you think they're still going to be, sh- be at the round same say spot? I don't make them competitors. I don't say, I don't say that. make them favorites. Yeah, they still have to earn their way there. Yeah. I don't think they still have some work on defense. Yeah, for sure. Like, you know what I mean? Eight and eight. If you go anything above that, obviously what you did was an improvement. You know what I mean? Win a couple more games than you did the last season, make the playoffs. Then we'll see. Playoff time, anything can happen. That's your next goal. They had a tough season. They had a lot of close games. I was say they had a tough season. They had a lot of close games and a lot of really questionable play calls. I think this is a big year for Cliff Kingsbury. Like to see, like you know, coming from Texas A and M, everybody was a little questionable about him. Or did he come from Texas A and M? No. Yeah, uh, yeah, Texas Tech, uh, Texas Tech, or Texas A and M. One of those Texas schools. He yeah, but he didn't. And, he didn't have a winning record. I don't think he was even like five. Well, that, well, really that's why a lot of people were like, "Does he even deserve a job?" But like, you yeah. know. With, he was he came in around that time with like everybody wants these young offensive minded guys, you know, like uh what's the guy Cincinnati uh Zach Taylor, I think his name is. You know, uh, Sean McVay, Cliff Kingsbury, you know, all these guys. So I mean, we'll see. We'll see next year. I think if they end up being the same, which uh same record and everything. I think he should probably be on the block because I think that team's too talented. I think they could probably use a couple more, like another couple more receivers and then bolster their secondary. And then they could be really good. They could be. They especially need to bolster the secondary with all those, those guys on the other side of the field. I was just saying to clarify Cliff Kingsbury. Cliff Kingsbury has been at Texas A&M 2012. And then for five years, he played for Texas Tech. So he was at both schools. Oh, so both. Yeah. He was just one year offense coordinator. Then he went to Texas Tech as a head coach. Um, but yeah, uh, we'll see, man. I don't know. Yeah, Arizona doing a thing. Any yeah. other news going on in yeah, football? Nick, you got that Wentz to the Colts. This man's finally out. He's finally released. I know he's happy, man. Got his job taken away. That's what happened. Not a bad deal. Not a bad trade for the Colts, and they they didn't really have to give up. To let me pull up the trade again. What did they give up? Yeah, I was gonna say I, I, that was a couple weeks ago. It was. Second rounder, yeah, we're a little late. Uh, I believe it was a but second not, rounder, a third rounder. I'm not very high on Carson Wentz. Like, I feel like this year, bro, you know, it's crazy, man. He was the future, right? He was the top dog coming in. He's gonna lead yeah. Philly to the to the championship, to the Super Bowl, and then we all know what happened yeah. with injury. The Nick Foles kind of stole the limelight <laughs> that year, <laughs> and then again, he got injured. Got his job taken away. Sometimes you just get bad luck like that, you know. No matter how good you are, like, and then they, people lose faith. That's the biggest thing. Once they lose faith, there's kind of no going back, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, dude it's was crazy, broken, huh? bro. Like, you, 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 like, like Gabe likes to say, like, right? You to get paid, like, you, you got to play, like, you got to do your job. So if you're spending half your time injured, somebody yeah, you gotta is doing nothing, not producing, yeah, bro. Somebody, yeah, yeah somebody else gonna take your job, man. You're, and, you're um, definitely not going to come back the same as well. I mean, some I, players can do it. But. Now, all the uh, analysts that I see, you know, I, I follow, like, uh, I listen to, like, Chris Sims, uh, Dan Orvlosky. These are, like, quarterbacks who, like, kind of analyze yeah. the game, whatever. I've lost and all they, respect they, for Chris Sims after what I just saw the other day. Oh, yeah. He's QB he raking. Some, he some wild shit. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to sign he's, off. He was just, he was just trying to get buzzed. Like, what he's yeah. – you know what I'm talking <laughs> about, right? Yeah, he did. I think he did this list of his top quarterbacks. Top five quarterbacks coming in the draft. And he had Trevor Lawrence as number two, Zach Wilson as number one. I was like, get the fuck out of here. Like, get the. (laughs) Definitely trying to create with that. Imagine you you know what? Disrespect. I'm going to respect him because, you know, he's a quarterback. He he looks at the tape. He knows what a quarterback needs to do, what job, you know what I mean? Regardless of whether he could do it when he was in the. uh, in the NFL, uh, I feel like you know I'm gonna give him the authority of like he he can evaluate quarterbacks and know what who's doing a good job or whatever. And as far as Carson Wentz, um, I think Chris Sims was pretty high on him. Um, I can't remember exactly like Dan Orvosky. Um, okay, I got it. I, I got it. I, it took me forever to find this for some reason, but they agreed to a third round pick and a conditional second round pick in uh, 2022. So 2021 third round pick, 
and in 2022, a conditional second round pick, uh, which I believe is so if Wentz plays 75% of the snaps in 2001 or 70% and the Colts make the playoffs, they get the second round pick. Oh, we'll turn into a first round pick, my, my bad, in 2022. So if Carson, yeah, picks, yeah. yeah, if Carson yeah. Wentz plays 75% or more, or he plays 70% and make the playoffs, it's a first round pick for the Eagles next. So Eagle fans are probably hoping that Carson Wentz does something. Yeah, those conditional picks, I know uh, – I think the NFL, there's, like, some rules in between, like, when you send conditional picks. Because you can't – I think there's rules of, like, you can't send – you can't send first-round picks or certain-round picks at a certain time in the NFL. They regulate all that shit. So. Yeah, I don't think um, you send conditional first-round picks. That doesn't really – yeah, I think yeah. it has to be second-round. Um, but, uh, I don't think it's a bad trade, whatever. I mean, I'm not, I'm not very high on Carson Wentz. People, other, you know, analysts, people who follow football, who are smarter than I am, who watch the fucking tapes are high on him. Um, I, I just haven't been that very much impressed with him. Like, I think Philly had a disappointing year. Again, that was a boo-boo trash fucking division, but all of them, the Giants were terrible, Dallas, Philly. I didn't want to watch any of those fucking games. Um, but Washington's good. Washington's good. Yeah. If they had Alex Smith playing that whole season, they people predicted Washington to the fucking Super. They would have so, been I mean, a. They would have been probably above five hundred season. I mean, with Alex Smith, they went five and one, which pretty yeah, much he, saved their playoffs. So playoff hopes. And um, so Carson Wentz, I'm not very high on him. I mean, I I wait and see. Like I like, to, like I say, I like to roll out the ball and let's see what happens. Like you know what I mean, because you never know what happens with the injuries and scheduling and whatever. So I'll wait and see. Like I want to see the games. Um, but in general, just that division in general. Oh well, now he's leaving. He's going to the Colts. So who else is in the Colts? It's uh, what New Orleans? No, no not, not even. <laughs> they played in the Super Bowl. I'm thinking the wrong thing. Jacksonville, uh, the Colts, Colts Jacksonville? Houston, Houston, and uh, Tennessee. So their competition's Tennessee. So I think Tennessee. I would say Tennessee is my favorites in that division. Um, they are the favorites as of right now. I don't know, man. Tennessee. Tennessee doesn't um, scare me. They they don't like they're good, but they're they're just kind of like they kind of make the playoffs, but they can't like they're they're very one dimensional and they just they're just not a scary team. And to me, they're they're a beatable team, and especially the performance they put up uh, against Baltimore are, are you, in the playoffs. Like, so you. I mean, granted, I'm biased. Fan? Yeah, I mean, I'm biased. <laughs> you're at the end of the a day. But like you can ask any you can ask anybody though like Tennessee like Gabe like does Tennessee really like is a scary team to you face up like they're solid but can they keep on doing can they keep on running uh Derrick Henry twenty four seven like can they keep I mean listen I mean Vrabel I mean he seems to have a magic code he seems to have a key like you know they they've definitely improved the last couple years and they become and they might be they might be losing. And my oh, guess, they're I mean, probably going to be losing some weapons. Like, Corey Davis is probably going to be gone. He's going to go in free agency. And then Gianni Smith, which, granted, he was injured partially that season, but he did put up productive numbers. He's probably going to be gone. So it's like you're kind of left there with A.J. Brown and Derrick Henry and their supplemental guys. It's not, a bad, it's, not, it's not that bad to have a one-two right there. That's not pretty that, You do pretty but, good with A.J. Brown. But can AJ Brown be consistent enough? Can they sh- do a shootout with Buffalo, uh, Kansas City, like sh- uh, Colts? Like if Colts can add an extra weapon, because Ty Hilton's probably not coming back. And uh, yeah, I think the I think the I think it's the Colts to take. Even though Tennessee's the favorite, I think Colts probably are the favorite. Um, to me, in my eyes, and. As Carson Wentz is concerned, granted, Carson Wentz was running for his fucking life in Philadelphia this past season. Running for his life. He had a coach that didn't want him on the field. It seemed like everybody was just against him. They didn't want him. They, I think he was treated dirty. And yes, you look back at that Super Bowl run before he got hurt. He had probably a crazy elite offense on the side of the ball. But yeah. I still think he's a serviceable guy and... Granted, the Colts, they needed somebody. They had nobody. After Phillip yeah. Rivers was gone, Matthew Stafford, they because fucking the Rams sold the house to them, to the Detroit Lions. So it's like they needed somebody. You don't want to go in the draft if you're the Colts because where you're picking, you're picking like 20, 21, something like that. 
And you don't want to deal with a rookie, especially when you have a team that's built to win now because they have a nasty defense. They got weapons on offense. They have the best offensive line in the league. You got a good run game with Jonathan Taylor, Marlon Mack, and uh, uh, Hines. So that's a team that's built to win now. You need a veteran. And I think Carson Wentz, somebody who's proved that if you have a good team around him, he can do something. The only thing that concerns me with Carson Wentz is like, can he recover from what he experienced in Philadelphia? That could be traumatizing. Well, listen, I think he's going to do better. I, I'm not saying, you know, all respects to Phillip Rivers, but, you know, the last play I remember seeing was Phillip Rivers with like seven seconds trying to heave it up 60 <laughs> yards. <laughs> and that shit landed hey. like 20 yards short. Bro, like like you throw hey, don't talk shit about my boy Phillip Rivers. He's going to be a Hall of Famer. He's going to be a Hall of Famer. I don't know if he has the accomplishments for it, but he should. Like he's been in, uh, you know, Bore. he definitely has the numbers. I don't know if he's a compiler, but he definitely has numbers. That I'm know, with Pat McAfee when he talks about you gotta. I to me, you gotta include. You can't just solely look at accolades. You gotta include consistency and just longevity to me because longevity says a, means says a lot. Like it says a lot. Being able, he was a starter for 16 seasons. How many quarterbacks can say that? Yeah. Six, yeah, he never won a Super Bowl. Yeah, the farthest he's ever made it to is the AFC Championship. Granted, you could say a lot of that was the team he was surrounded by, which it was. But for a guy to start in the NFL, a league that is not built for you to stay here long for 17 or 16 seasons, to me, is impressive in Hall of Fame. Right, check this. All right, question for you. Better quarterback, Eli Manning or Phillip Rivers? Philip Rivers. Who would I want on my team? Wow. Eli Manning had a lot. Eli Manning is super consistent throughout his career. Starting quarterback for how many years? I'm I'm going off what you said. Starting quarterback for how many years? And he's won two. Yeah, but he also won two on two eight and eight seasons with miracle runs, with miracle catches. All I'm saying is when you're talking about consistency, Longevity, right? That was one of them. Well, Philip well, Rivers played longer. Yes, Eli Manning has two Super Bowls, but if you want to look at his career as a whole, Philip Rivers has been consistent. Consistent. Eli Manning has had terrible years. Terrible years. True. And if you but, want to, if I was a picket guy, and also uh, Philip Rivers has never had the defense that New York had. New York had amazing defense, and then also Eli Manning is one of the luckiest motherfuckers in. Like, <laughs> like Eli Manning. Like, how many like actual winning seasons did Eli Manning have? You know, I think they had I countless forgot. eight and eight seasons. Countless I forgot his stats of like his interception to touchdown ratio or something. It was like insane. It was like pretty cool. Close. Let me see this. Like, wow. Eli Manning. <laughs> he's just. Had, I mean, he's. He's gonna. Listen, he, he's is, good, but is, I would pick no, Philip Rivers. Nothing against Philip Rivers, right? I think you the Chargers worked Rivers. out. Like you know how Eli was supposed to go to the Chargers, and then his yeah. him and his dad refused to go. I think if you look back at that that day, who won that, New York or San Diego? I think San Diego got the better quarterback, personally. Yeah, Eli won two Super Bowls, but I mean that had to do with what was around him. But when you look at it as a, to me, when I look at the career as a whole, I think San Diego won that trade. They got the better guy. And also, at the end, he, of, the day, at the end of the day, what's the most important thing? Like you say, but you're talking about winning the trade. You're talking about the guy who's better. I'm just, I think you got San Diego got the better guy. And it's not, that, it's not his fault that San Diego never put together a team. So was, you're not going to give Eli great. his credit for winning those two rings, right? He's no, he won his Super Bowls, but you're talking about a career. You're talking about Listen, as a whole. Like, yeah. yeah, that's what I was asking. So longevity, he was a starting quarterback. Phillip Rivers, look at Philip Rivers' stats and, and Eli Manning's stats. Eli Manning career. I had to throw that out there with you. I had to make you think for a second. Right? Here's my take. Eli Manning is probably – he's probably going to get in. But what if I was the fucking gatekeeper of the Hall of Fame, I wouldn't let him in. Um, why? Why? You're not going to consider uh, longevity being a starter for 17 seasons? 
here's the thing. When the champion, uh, I'll say that. Wait, you're talking about Eli Manning or Phillip Rivers? That you Eli, said Eli Manning. Eli Manning. Oh, Phillip Rivers, I thought you Rivers has never been a Super Bowl. Cool. All right, so we, this first conversation started off. Who would you rather have, Philip Rivers yeah, yeah, yeah. or Eli Manning? Honestly, I would I would rather have Philip Rivers, um, but that's not to, to diminish or you know diminish Eli Manning's accomplishment. Like, but personally, you know that first year, I feel like the Giants got hot, and you know they were the hot team that first that Super Super Bowl champion. That second year, they just whooped up on the Patriots, and there was like no fucking doubt about it. They just fucking chopped them up, you know, Dunzo. Um, what year was that? They were that was 2008 and 2012, I believe, were the two years they won. It was four years yeah. apart. I thought it was 2007 first. It's yeah, I think it's 08 and 2012. I think they were eight and I think they were eight and eight. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Listen, that second run, that second run to the title. I think Green Bay won the year before, and then they had to face Green Bay in the first round of the playoffs and beat Green Bay. Like nobody thought that was a scary team. And yeah. then the Giants had their run to the, and then they beat the yeah. Patriots. Yeah, I'm gonna say, yeah, the second run, I'm gonna say, you know, second run was definitely definitive. The first one, I, I just feel like the the Giants got. I know. Hot. Listen, they beat. I don't know. I Patriots. think both games. I mean, he th- that second one, he threw that first off. Yeah, uh, what's what was his name? Oh my God, Manningham. What was his first name? Um, uh, I know you're talking about. Is it David? Is, David Manningham? Cunningham? Yeah, I don't know. That dude. No, it wasn't Cunningham. He was Manny. That he had that incredible sideline catch that was like magnificent. And there was a you watch that final drive. There was a ton of like ridiculous catches that happened that were just like yeah, what in the crazy. fuck. All right, so crazy. the cha- so the championships was two thousand eight and two thousand twelve. Yeah. In twenty twelve, yeah, four years apart. Yeah. Wait, is that the is that the season or was that the that that February? Was it the 2007 season? I, I, uh, I can't remember. I like I gotta look through sift. Through yeah, it was a 2007 season and it was a 2011 season. Yeah. So the 2011 so, I mean, season, they were nine and seven, and they went into that playoffs. So let me let me rattle off Eli Manning's win loss throughout his years, starting from 2004, and I'm gonna go down. One in six. Wait, is this? He must have been a backup or. Okay, yeah. One in six, 11 and five, eight and eight, 10 and six, 12 and four, eight and eight, 10 and six, nine, seven, nine, seven, seven, nine, six, 10, six, 10, 11, five, three, 12, five, 11, one, three. All right, so he had a couple winning seasons, and then there was a couple down years, right? You had like a lot of that. They went on like from 2011 to from 2011. Uh, <laughs> basically, I don't know what thing. I don't remember. 2000, 2016, well, they went 11 and five, but from 2011 to 2019, they had one winning season. No, my bad, they had. Three winning seasons out of well, there's a lot of nine seasons. and sevens, eight and a lot eight. of ni- yeah, and those winning seasons are nine and seven, like two nine and sevens. Yeah, listen, and we I'm- all know that the Giants struggled for years. We we know that, but so have the Chargers and so have Philip Rivers. So I'm Phillip just Rivers, yeah, yeah. Phillip, all right. Phillip so Rivers, so here's what you're talking about. So he had he had twenty he had three hundred and sixty six career touchdowns. Yeah, two hundred and forty four interceptions. Interceptions. You know what's funny, bro? I remember and they a completion had a rating video. of sixty percent. They had a whole video um going off of Eli's interceptions. And if you look at half of those interceptions, it was the receiver's fault. Out of their hands into the defender. Half of his interceptions yeah. weren't even bad throws. So that <laughs> misconception of that he couldn't throw. I'm saying like during that time, obviously yeah. they weren't the best team. But it was funny because I'm like, wow. And these receivers are really trash, and they're making their yeah. boys look bad. Like it wasn't even his fault half the time. And you know what's crazy is Eli Manning was at one point in time like known as like Mister Fourth Quarter. Like you wanted Eli Manning in the fourth quarter. If you were down, and that's crazy. And here's the here's the parallel I would say because yeah. Philip Rivers, Philip Rivers famously is like the San Diego Chargers always down in the fourth quarter, and they have the the whole field goal. They have a hundred yards to go, and they have no Holy. touch. They have no timeouts. They have, that's what they always have to do. And you know, Eli Manning at one point in time for a few years, maybe like five years, was known as Mister Fourth Quarter. Like, if you needed a guy to fucking take you down the field and fucking charge down the field, kind of like a, a Tom Brady, like um, Eli Manning was that guy for a little bit. Obviously, I think as 
uh, you know, he got later in his career. Um, yeah. You know, the so, interceptions got more out of hand. You know, his passing got more reckless. But um, at, he, at one point, he was the guy you wanted fucking full court. Like, there was like, you know, it was like Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, fucking Eli Manning. That's who you want yeah. the fourth quarter. To and it, it's crazy. And, and, and hold up, hold up. Mind you, Philip Rivers started every single game from 2006 to 20, 2020. Okay, Every look, he started sixteen. How many children, how many children wait, did he have? Children? Wait, 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 wait. 421 touchdowns, 209 interceptions, 64.9% completion rating. Okay, okay. And one thing, um, wait, I remember this. Look up Eli Manny's consecutive starts. I think he broke a record or something. Yeah, he was a, he was another one. He beat Brett Farr, I think. And this this man was yo, he was he was crying and everything. He was like, Yo, I can't believe I got benched, but he was playing like trash, but I think his record so was ridiculous I, too. He, that's what I'm saying. You're talking about longevity, he, and that's what I threw Eli Manning in this conversation because I I really think he is him right and next. Kind of went hand in hand in that conversation. Yeah, it looks like Philip Rivers might have beaten him because it's 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 really close because from 2005 to 2016, so for 11 seasons. He started every single game. And then 2017, he only started 15. So he was out for one game that year. And then 2018, he played all 16. And then 2019, he got benched. So, yeah, that 27 season fucked him up. But it looks like possibly Philip Rivers beat him out. Yeah. But also, Philip Rivers was always a stat guy. He was all, he was like Tony Romo, always a stat guy, always put up stats. So it's like, that's why I feel like it's a compiler. I feel like, yeah, I mean, you take away those two Super Bowls. I mean, just as a whole, I think Philip Rivers just no, I, it, it, That's exactly why I threw that in there because they're kind of similar. We all know, I guess, the numbers-wise, Philip Rivers might have done a little better than Eli, but they, they really didn't have too many winning seasons in general as both quarterbacks. But Eli still got that two over him. So that's what I'm – that's all – that's that's what could separate them. Even I guess the thing that gets me that, with Eli, too, is those weren't even, like – Dominant seasons, like they, no, weren't, they weren't at all, and they, they weren't, weren't dominant all. games. They, they were just kind of like by some fucking luck of the leprechaun. They they won yeah. the Super Bowl. They got high at the right time. You know what I mean, they got and high. It, it wasn't it wasn't like I don't know. It wasn't like watching them. And they're like the Giants are gonna win shit. Like they're gonna like oh, not every game. You you didn't think that at all, bro. But somehow they got it done in an eight and eight season. Him, so if Eli I Manning and Tom Brady are two of the most luckiest quarterbacks fucking ever. And hey, all I'm saying is, if Philip Rivers is going to Hall of Fame, you got to throw your boy Eli in there too. That's oh, I never said he shouldn't have. Oh, I'm no, just no, saying, just I'm just saying, Philip Rivers should make it. Yeah. First ballot, I don't know. First, first ballot, I don't know. I don't think he'll get first ballot. Yeah. It really depends who else is there. And I'm thinking based off who retires this year, we're gonna have. Looks like Drew Brees is coming back. Frank Gore is probably going to be first ballot. Wait, no way, bro. I thought it was the last game. Roethlisberger coming back. Roethlisberger restructured. Yeah, so he actually, just with the, the if you want to, yeah. So that actually guy, leads us to our next topic. So like, let's talk about salary cap. Let's talk about salary cap problems that are going to really and what has actually has happened now that information is coming out that it looks like the salary increase might the salary cap might be decreased. For the first time in God knows how long, due to COVID and everything, and one of the big, most surprising ones is Gabe's former Miami Dolphin, Kyle Van Noy. Um, I don't got much to say on this. I mean, Kyle Van Noy. Uh, <laughs> that was the I heart mean, of your I, defense. He was. He was. He was pretty good. Um, uh, but I I knew going into the season they they spent a lot of money on the defense, so. As far as uh, you know, expensive players, that's where the money was on the Dolphins. Um, and this is kind of like is this kind of surprise because they signed him to a, a big contract, a uh, big deal. He was supposed to be the future. Yeah. He was supposed to be the guy who brings everybody around, helping establish yeah. that Patriot type of thing with uh, uh, Brian Flores. Like he he was he was supposed to be the captain, the the lead guy, just helping build the you know, the heart of this defense. And he's playing really, he was played really well this season. He played really good. And he, he like, did. And, and I mean, that's the risk I guess you take when you, when you get an older guy, you know, he was a veteran. He was an older guy, but he's he not did. even that old. He's like 29. I mean, he's not a fucking 
you know, rookie draft pick that he just got. Um, he was with the Patriots for a while. Um, so, I mean, I kind of expect this. I mean, there's going to be some fallout. I, I feel kind of. Are you pissed? Are you angry? Do you want to punch a hole in your wall? <laughs> I wouldn't say no. Nah, 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 whatever. <laughs> I, I kind of expect this because listen, they spend a lot of money, especially on the cornerbacks. As far as the Dolphins, they spend a lot of money on cornerbacks with uh, uh, was it Byron Jones and uh, what's the other guy's name? I f- fucking forget it right now. I haven't been paying attention to football because football's over. But they did spend a lot of money on defense. So, I mean, I feel bad, but I I think we'll be okay. Like I feel like we'll I trust in you know Brian Flores' process. Not a real Dolphins fan. Not a real Dolphin. Just one guy leaves, one old ass guy leaves. He's not Um, old, dude's 29. Like I said, (laughs) the guy's not 21. Played great. He was playing up to his contract. These guys were supposed to be. What is the average length? How old? And you guys had a super young team. You guys had a really young team. And this guy was the leader. He was the leader on the field and off the field. I heard he was a bad guy. I heard that he pushed. He pushed old ladies downstairs. That's what I heard. So that's what I got rid of. Oh. You know, he oh. was doing some foul things. You know, he was stealing uh, lunch money from little kids. Who's snorting coke and live? Snorting coke and live. Lunch money from kids. I, I don't know. Listen, I'm not gonna comment on what people do in Miami at certain clubs that might. <laughs> but I mean, whatever, man. I, like we'll, we'll see. I, I I still feel like the the Dolphins will be strong. Um, in general, now. as far as the NFL, we kind of expect this as far as salary cap, right? Because obviously there's not having fans in the stands. There's there's less money, but I don't think there's less money because all, most of their money comes from advertising on TV anyways. And most people watch, Whoa. like you can get more, pe- you can get more teams. You can get more people watching on TV than you can get packed in the stadium. Pack in that the stadium, doesn't affect though the salary cap though. Like this is salary cap, something universal that all teams have to pay within. So. Yeah, I understand what you're saying, but like, if the NFL lowers that salary cap, or if anything keeps it the same, which it traditionally goes up tens of millions every single year, so even if it remains the same, like, that's a huge deal. And I mean, obviously Kyle Van Noy is like the first one. We already kind of knew JJ Watt was going to get cut. I think even without all this happening in the salary cap, JJ Watt was getting cut. He was too expensive for what he was putting up. Alex Smith just got cut. Asked to be released oh. and then came out with this whole expose about how Houston, Washington didn't want him. Uh, Kyle Rudolph just got cut from Minnesota, which was that was surprising. Um, well, he has been playing very well. So, and then, oh. and then, um, Ben Roethlisberger just restructured his deal, took five million dollars off a year on his contract, total like 15 million dollars. Uh, Pittsburgh is saving on their cap. And then this is just, to me, this is just the beginning. And then like what everybody's saying, all these other people with their sources, they're all saying that this is going to be fucking Armageddon. Like you're going to start seeing big names uh, in their prime. Get booted the fuck out of here. What do you think is going to happen with Russell Wilson? He ain't moving. Uh, I was going to say, yeah, there's, I mean, if you move, I don't know, there's rumors that they might trade him or whatever. And he, I, I guess he wants I don't know, to be gone. Of, I don't think. Well, I mean, Seattle's he said that he never like the trade rumors. Him stating that he wanted to leave were false, but that if he were to, those were his four options that he laid out. Yeah. But he never stated like what was it? It was Dolphins, <laughs> Dolphins, was it Las Vegas, no, well, Chicago, Chicago was one of the, one of the teams. Um, something else. I, I don't forget, remember. but I mean. We'll see. Deshaun Watson's was the Panthers, Jets, in Miami. Or the Dolphins. Yeah. I don't know. Like I said, I don't know about what's going to happen with Deshaun Watson, whatever. But in general, just talking about football, the, the, the contracts are not really guaranteed. So, like, you get your signing bonus guaranteed, but if you want to get paid, you have to play. Um, well, you look like at the baseball. guarantee number. You, yeah. I don't look at the – I look at – give me yeah. the guarantee. Like, J.J. Watts was $21 million guaranteed, so he's getting about 11 to – 11 yeah. million a year yeah. and then obviously with incentives he can get up to 16 million a year which he might get 16 his first year and the second year yeah. probably not yeah so so in football the the contracts are structured a little bit different so like if you want to get paid you have to play like it's not like you know uh everything's guaranteed basketball like, baseball your injuries you're baseball, out baseball. And, uh, they get paid man well, there is no salary cap in baseball ridiculous 
It's ridiculous. So, I've always said that. We, we could talk this football for days, but uh, again, there's a lot going on. We're gonna keep everyone updated with that. But I know Julian's excited to get into some UFC action, though. Yeah, actually, I, I have actually, some stuff to talk about with some UFC as well. You guys would be surprised, but go ahead, Julian. You can pop right. it off. So, granted, I mean, be honest with you, I haven't really done my research on the people yeah. contending for the title. Well, I guess you got Adesanya and. Jan Jauchwitz, something like that. The current interim light heavyweight champion. Israel Adesanya is going to move up to light heavyweight for the first time in his career, I believe. Um, I'm pretty sure that's true. Um, Because he is an extremely tall guy, and I think he could easily fight at that weight. And obviously, this could lead to the possibility of him fighting John Jones, which everybody wants to happen, but God knows if it actually happens or not. But this is, to me, the first step. Um, especially ends up beating them and taking the t- light heavyweight title and holding two belts simultaneously. So, or is this actually, is this an exhibition? No, no, it's a light heavyweight title. Like, so yeah, so he could actually be, I believe the second person to hold two belts. Sim- well, I guess either of them can. Well, no, because this is for the light heavyweight title, so he wouldn't get the middle. Yeah, so Jan Balchowitz, Balchowicz or something like that. I haven't done my research on this guy. Um... But from what I understand, this guy's a beast. Like this guy is he's 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 no joke. Um he's plus one eighty five as the underdog. Um I do think he from what I understand, he is a uh Muay Thai champion. So this is gonna be a good stylistic fight because you have Israel who's amazing kickboxer, um proven undefeated in the UFC, obviously one of the best strikers in the in the in all of UFC, so stylistically, this is going to be a good fight. I think Israel Adesanya should win this. He has the reach. He's taller than him. Uh, he's he's just Israel Adesanya is just such an elite striker. It's insane. So yeah, um, let me pull up the whole card. So I'll then after that, that, we have. Uh, on the co-main event, Amanda Nunez versus Megan Anderson, which I've never even heard of because Amanda Nunez has literally cleaned out the division twice. Both divisions, actually. She's cleaned out two divisions twice. She is one of the most... She is so ridiculously dominant. It's unreal. People are scared of Cyborg, but she's way better. And then whooped her ass, knocked (laughs) her out. And, like, she is just... She is such a talent. Like, she is such a good striker, especially coming from a background where she was a grappler first, and then to having to pick up boxing and Muay Thai and kickboxing and karate and everything like that. She is just so ridiculously dominant, so good. And she is actually a super huge favorite, minus uh, 1250. Wow. Super huge favorite. Wow. Huge favorite. And so she should. She should dominate that. Um, and then as the third and the first title fight that will be fought is Peter Yan versus Aljamain Sterling, which, to be honest with you, I haven't watched Bantamweight in a long time. It's at probably ever since the Uriah Faber and uh, Henry Cejudo and all those guys. Like, I haven't, I have not just watched Bantamweight at all. So, I, I, yeah, I don't really know much about this one, so I'm not going to act like I do. Um, but I am really excited Those to see two Aman- fights, though. The two main yeah. fights. Two I'm fights. really excited to see Amanda Nunez just like obliterate another woman. Like it's that's gonna be entertaining. And then you have the actual competitive fight with Adesanya and Jan Balchowicz, if I'm saying that way. So well, what I want to talk about real quick. Ooh, is it this is crazy, right? This is one of our hometown. Brooklyn natives out here, my boy, uh, literally my teammate and my wrestling team back in high school. I think I probably mentioned to you, Julian, like he got into like, yeah, yeah. you know, anyway, he's competing. Yo, he's the real deal, man. And he's got a fight coming up. I'm going to say it right now. Um, the fight is, uh, so he's, uh, what's it called? CFFC 92. That's the event. So Cage Fury. He's fighting Cage Fury right now. Cage Fury. Uh, record. Seven and two. The fight is on the 11th. Uh, it's a co main event. And it's, uh, yep, K3 FC vacant bantamweight championship. And he's going up against his name, by the way, guys, Saeed Jokub Karamanov. He's from Uzbekistan. 
I wrestled with this guy for three years in Brooklyn, three-time city champ, second place in states. He was a legit wrestler, and his background was judo. He has a judo background, wrestling That's background. That's why he was so good at wrestling. Yeah, he was amazing, bro. This I used a lot of judo in my wrestling. If you learn how to wrestle, it was over. Like anyone in New York City, they were not messing with this guy. Again, by his senior year, he made it to states, the state finals. Unfortunately, he lost, but he took second in state, and now he's he's continued with that. Um, let's yeah, see. I yeah, recommend he- anybody anybody who does wrestling always do judo as well. Like yeah. you will have you'll be at such an advantage. It's like a cheat code. Like when I was wrestling, like I do so much judo, like and almost all of my wins from from using judo techniques because a lot of wrestlers don't know how to defend against it, and it's they definitely don't. And it's just so good, like learning how hits, to trip. You know, a lot of throws, trips. Tri- trips is the biggest thing, like just knowing how to trip and get timings on it, and then like yeah, getting throws. Like it's just, it just helps you so much. Like it's it's so good. So I'm not surprised this guy that you you're like your former be on teammate. A, yeah, is so you, good. On a, you have USC Fight Pass, right? Or no, you just pay for. Uh, no, I have ESPN Plus. Oh. Yeah, He's gonna be on Fight Pass. It's gonna be on Fight Pass. Also, the are they like affiliated with UFC? I've never heard of that. Yeah, that bro, um, that's what I'm saying. It, it's, that company. It's crazy, bro. He's gonna be out there. It's gonna be a live fight, man. So, so it's called I mean, the what is it? What is the organization called? Uh, CFFC. So Cage Fury. So they're associated with ufc i guess so they're on the yeah, ufc fight it's gonna, be, it's gonna be on ufc fight pass bro that fight um, it must be like a um it's on thursday it's on thursday the 11th must be like a what is that called like a he's actually the he's actually the favorite in this fight too it must be like a what is it called um like a de- not de- i don't want to say developmental but like you know, like the league before you get to the yeah, UFC. like right there, man. So who knows, right? This guy, he gets a couple more wins, a championship on his belt, and, and oh uh, yeah, especially it. time. I'm rooting for him, man. It's crazy to think like he's gone this far. Um, let's go, the boy Saeed, man. He's gonna be killing it. Gotta get this W. I'm trying. I'm actually trying to watch that. So I'll let you know. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm down to watch this fight. Like I think it's gonna be a really good fight. He's going actually, again. I left people on the card he's for a little too long. So now we're back. Where <laughs> I didn't realize I left him on there for a little too long, but um, but yeah, I think this is going to be really good fight, though. I was gonna say we're gonna get into uh, NBA All Star Weekend because this week is NBA All Star Weekend. Uh, yesterday they just did the uh, the draft, so they had KD and LeBron draft. Right. Uh, How do you guys feel about having the All Star Game in general? Um, I know players, you know, fifty fifty with it. They feel like it's a waste of time. But like as a fan, do you feel like it's worth it this season? Is this something we need going on? Um, I feel like so. I was t- trying to tell, talking to Julian earlier, and I was like, "Man, uh, like I didn't even really care about the All Star Game like itself. Like when they have all the All Star, just want to see together. the season kind of go on. It's kind of like a celebration. It's like a stop. You know, it, it, it's really the the All Star Weekend is really like a celebration of the NBA, and like, yeah. kind of we just stop and you know they honor a lot of old school. You know. Of old school players, and uh, it's you know it's like fun. It's uh, you know fun, and especially in the middle of the season when you need like that that kind of break. So I, to me, I'm more interested in like you know the three point challenge or like the dunk the dunk uh, the dunk uh, contest. contest. Yeah, um, skills challenge. The actual yeah, the actual game. I really don't care or watch it. You know what I mean? I'd rather watch the fucking celebrity game than the the all star game. Because to me, I've never been impressed by any any of all-star games i mean i guess they're trying to keep you know this this is keeping a tradition of giving you know giving guys rest that break keeping that regular schedule for the nba and yeah. you know the guys get they get paid for you know being on the all-star team uh you know they get paid for the extra bonuses you know they get, get put up so it's kind of like you know like a mini vacation in between the season and uh this is just kind of like for me it's just like a mark of like okay now i'm gonna start watching games more and being more critical of the teams and, and watching outside not just the heat games but watching uh, other teams play uh, for the rest of the season. So, like, the actual All-Star game, I really don't care about, especially now. You know, they draft now, and they draft East and West on the on the same team. So it used to be East versus West, and now they just, you know, yeah. they, 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 do, they do an actual draft. Um, so to me, it's like whatever. It's like, okay, I'm not going to watch it. Like, they'll probably show highlights on ESPN or whatever, but I'm not really yeah. in, Breaking into the, the team, though. Great. This is some yeah. exciting stuff right here. I was, was going to say, I was going to say that real quick. Um, you want to break down the teams or no? I was just gonna say, like, 
like as regarding just the all-star game in general like like i was like gay like i don't really care about the game itself i honestly don't remember the last time i watched an all-star game i yeah. do like the challenges and i think and this goes for like all sports honestly like even football like you don't need the game or hockey or baseball like i just want to see challenges i want to see these guys do things that any nobody else in the league could do like i want to see these top guys do it and also like as regards to like baseball, hockey, and um, uh, basketball. I don't like the mid-season thing. I, I don't like that. I think if you're going to be an all-star, like I think you're, you're not crediting the people that I guess who could... You're only crediting your first half performance and also based off name too because I think what helps like football so great too because imagine if they did a Pro Bowl in the middle of the season, like... There's so many yeah. guys that could turn on or come in late, or you could just look at their whole season as a whole. Like, oh yeah, like maybe they didn't play that, but they were consistently like averaging twenty plus points a game throughout the entire season. And I think you you kind of make room for like other people to kind of make a name for themselves instead of just looking solely at these superstars because it's like, well, it's only February. We've only been playing for like three months. Like people are just gonna vote for the most popular guy that we know. But like I always thought it should be do the same method, like right before the finals, like that, like a few days, like that weekend before the finals, like just do all your challenges, like do like slam dunk contest, three point shootout, like a skills challenge, maybe add some more in there. I, and the same thing with like football or baseball, like I don't care to see the game because these guys aren't taking it serious, but like let's see them do some shit yeah. that like you don't see every day, like it, like. Like I was like, just, just give me the home run derby. Just give me the, um, celebrity game or, uh, what's another, why am I mind drawing a blank on baseball other than there's something else. That was pretty much it. Those are like three days. I mean, I I get what you guys mean, like on a competitive standpoint, right. Uh, You might think like the all-star games are pointless, but it's kind of cool. Right. The idea of just having the best players all on the same court on the field at the same time, you know, whether they're going hard or not, I think that's a pretty dope concept. Um, and, and seeing everybody out there, you know, the best of the best. I like that. I just want to yeah. see like maybe challenges because challenge, I think yeah. you're going to, you're going to go a little harder. Yeah. Like they should it. add more stuff though, at least in baseball. I know they got the home run derby, but there's not really like any other skills. Like, what else is fun that people are going to go pay tickets to go watch like in baseball? Like, I mean, baseball? I can say for, for 2017 all-star game, I went to every single event uh, when I was with the Marlins. So baseball's I mean, hard. Nobody's softball game was pretty cool. Home run derby, and that was about it. And they had like the um the convention center, but that's like that didn't really yeah. include players, you know, besides signing autographs, anything like yeah. that. Baseball's like, so, like, hard. I don't, I don't know what you could maybe like who can throw it the farthest. Like you, you like yeah, yeah. deep Accuracy, center field. You know like, what I mean? It, it could be different things, you know, fielding challenges, speed or, or speed. I don't know. Like maybe yeah. you could come up probably with on the bases. Uh, you I know, like like, like I said, I would like to see it at the end of the season too. Like this is, yeah. uh, and but I don't like does baseball still do the thing. Like if you win the the all star game, you no, get home field advantage. That was the stupidest rule I've ever heard. I love that. That that made it fucking entertaining. No, I mean, like, that's y'all gotta play. Y'all playing for something yeah. right now. Yeah, I, mean? I understand, like, but like it's still bullshit to the team who like probably yeah. grinded out, played well, and then you don't get home field advantage due to some outside reason that was out of your control. Like I I don't like that. Like that. Yeah. I don't want. I don't want. Any, I, feel- I want each team to be in control of their destiny. Like I don't yeah. want. Yeah. This outside forces stopping people from not making it. So getting well, gonna say, just, we're gonna stick to this NBA, right? I mean, we're gonna we're gonna go through the lineup here. We're gonna go through the lineup. We're gonna see who who do you guys think is gonna gonna take this game. Whether you guys are gonna be entertained by the game or not, I know I'm gonna be watching. I'll be watching the game. Last, I don't know if y'all saw last season they turned up because they set a score that you had to reach in order for them. Yeah, they to reset win. it. They were I playing think they reset it every. All right. quarter, we got Team LeBron. Look at this starting five. We got LeBron James, Giannis, Stephen Curry, Luka Doncic, and Nikola Jokic. That's their starting five. And then reserves, you got Damian Lillard, Ben Simmons, Chris Paul, Jalen Brown, Paul George, Damantis Sabanis, that guy, he was he took KD's spot, I believe, as a reserve, and uh, Rudy Gobert. That's Team LeBron. Then we got Team Durant, starting five: Kyrie Irving, 
Joel Embiid, Kawhi, Bradley Beal, and Jason Tatum. Now the reserves, you got James Harden, Devin Book, Zion, Zach Levine, Julius Randle. It's crazy. Nikola Vucevic and Donovan Mitchell. I, I think team LeBron. I think I team, LeBron. LeBron, bro. <laughs> team LeBron, bro. Team LeBron. You got eight All Star. I mean, you got eight MVPs right there. LeBron has four. Curry with two, and then you got Giannis with the last two. That's it right there. Those three. Someone say, "Oh, in Yu-Gi-Oh terms, those are the Egyptian gods right there." You got three Egyptian yeah. gods playing on one team. What's the the yeah, fucking di- the, the dragon three dinosaur? God, shit? Three Egyptian god cards. Bro, Luke is almost averaging. A, he's almost averaging a, th- a triple double. Like he, it's insane. You talking about Luca? He's almost Crazy. averaging a triple double. Twenty-eight point six uh, points per game, nine uh, assists per game, eight point four rebounds per game. Who you got winning this? Team LeBron or uh, Team Durant? And KD's not playing, by the way. I don't want it. This guy, he wasn't even listening to the lineup. He didn't care. No, that I'm much. looking at. Like, I was just showing off the lineup. I, I was looking at. Like I, I just. I Damn, bro. Off. I mean, who is going to pick? I mean, it depends who plays the hardest. Like I said, these people. Uh. Damn. I guess I would probably go with LeBron's team. I guess, yeah. I'd go with LeBron's team. You know, like I said, I mean. I'm not gonna look at any of the highlights. I think LeBron's starting five is better. Yeah. But Katie's team as a whole, I think, is better. I think their reserves in it are better. I mean, you got Rudy Gobert on LeBron's team, D Poy. You got Chris Paul, living legend. You got Damian Lillard, the most clutch player in the league right now. Um, who else is a reserve? Jalen Brown's doing his thing on the Celtics. Paul George. Elite player hasn't been playing like it lately, but he's I think still he got in because of his name. And then on Team Durant, Zion, which he's his stats are pretty impressive, but a lot of people think that he just made it obviously because of his name. But um, I'll give him the credit there. Julius Randle earned his way from the Knicks. This guy's been trying to do everything: score, rebound, defense, uh, playmaking. You got Donovan Mitchell. Elite player, the book, one of the most disrespected players in a league who got snubbed and had to come in as a backup or as a reserve for an injured player. But um, he's there. Then obviously you got James Harden. We know what he can do. I was a pretty two good teams, but I think LeBron teams has has definitely. Had I like LeBron like, starting. I like LeBron yeah. starting five more for sure. But I don't know. I, I like Katie's team as a whole though. Like I like Kawhi. I like Joel Embiid. Yeah. Uh Bradley Joel Bills. Joel um Bradley Joel. Bills. Sweet. Leading score in the NBA, Bradley Bill. So um Kyrie is it's Kyrie. Um yeah, but yeah, I mean, yeah, and Devin Booker, James Harden. And then they got a lot of young up and comers on, on his team. I mean on the other uh and obviously Anthony Davis would have been on that team. Yeah, you got Anthony Davis. Um, D Book took his spot there, I believe, and um, someone took uh, KD's spot. But talking about NBA now, since you know, obviously Julian doesn't care much about the All Star game, how you feel about your Heat and this little turnaround we got going on, Gabe? Listen, wearing my jersey, okay? It's a little small. I believe in the Heat. Anyway, don't dare disrespect me like that. disrespect. You see this? This is a three, son. I see a nipple. Okay, forget about uh, you and your Philip Rivers and your Eli Manning. Okay, this is a real Hall of Fame. Not my we team. Got rings here we over go. here. Here we go. Here we, we got go. rings over here. Okay, ain't got no. They ain't no basketball in Jacksonville. Okay, oh, that's all I'm saying. Um, yo, listen here. So the Heat, you know, obviously we're going into basketball weekend, uh, All Star weekend, and you know, this is really when I start paying attention and like hunkering down on uh, Heat basketball, but. What we've seen is that kind of transition is whenever, you know, the Heat been playing, uh, they play well when we're all healthy. So whenever they have Jimmy, Buc- Jimmy Buckets, who was out, uh, uh, not last game, because they played last night, they played uh, New Orleans. Uh, but whenever Jimmy's out or Bam's out or one of the main pieces are out, they, they don't play well. But when we have everybody on the floor, kind of like last, you know, playoff season, uh, last playoffs, 
they they play well together. So, um, and you know, I know JoJo and his Lakers now with Anthony Davis has been out for a little bit. You know, everybody's like, oh, you know, they they'll lose a the game. They're like, oh no, this is not for real. You know, they're not yeah. really losing because Anthony yeah. Davis is not here. It's like, well, now you know how it feels to be a Miami Heat fan in the playoffs when Goran Dragic and Bam Adebayo, your two, you know, top three players, uh, are not in the lineup. So, um, but you know, I hope. What I hope to see is, you know, now they're moving out. I think they're number six in the East. Let me check to make sure. I think they're number yeah, six. Yeah, man, they're on a little turnaround. Jimmy, Jimmy Butler last night, man, fourth quarter performance. This guy went off, bro. I don't know if you've seen those yeah. step back threes with defense in his face. Now he was shooting threes crazy from anywhere. And then didn't you, didn't you say that Um, you said, I don't know, you said Jimmy Butler uh, refused to go for the All-Star game? Oh, yeah, for the All-Star game. So, yeah. Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy Buckets, as I like to call him. That's what he says. Uh, I call him every day. Um, Jimmy Buckets uh, uh, was supposed to be in the All-Star game, but he kind of refused to be in it because they snubbed uh, Bam Adebayo, who Bam Adebayo last year got his first uh, All-Star, All-Star appearance. Yeah, yeah All-Star well, what, appearance. What was, uh, I mean, realistically, like say if we're being honest to how people are actually playing and not using names, was Jimmy Butler even good enough to make it technically? No, I don't think like, the only player snubbed was, I believe, was Devin Booker was 100% snubbed. He should have made it in the West. Um, but he, he came in as a reserve for Anthony Davis. I think it was pretty fair. Bradley Beal in the East playing out of his mind. Um, Julius Randle on the Knicks, he's been playing out of his mind for the Knicks. Um, you know, I really don't see anybody else that he could have taken his spot in the East. I mean, you, you got Kyrie, Joel Embiid. Bradley Beal, Jason. Man, I Taylor. didn't know Kyrie was playing that well. I didn't know. Yeah. He... Nah, I mean, he's still an all-star, man. And I could see oh, the only person, maybe Jalen Brown. He could have taken a spot in the East. Jimmy Butler for Jalen Brown, maybe. Yeah. I don't but, know. You know. All I want to say is the biggest snub was Carmelo Anthony. Wow. <laughs> Why? Oh, that, if he made it, that would have been solely on his name. Oh my God! If he would have made it, I would have like oh, completely was, lost totally credit. I've already kind of lost he credibility. Yet? I've already kind of lost. Where they give him the, you know? I'm uh, sorry. Go, go ahead. I was gonna say I've already kind of lost credibility with all All Star games and all leagues because they're all just popularity contests at the end of the day. Um. So like, other than that. To me, it's lost its integrity in the first place. So I think it would have been like, if Carmelo Anthony got in, it would have genuinely just been like, what the fuck? Listen, man. Listen, I'm no, no. Do you Carmelo think Chris Paul should have made it? Uh, he's definitely playing at an elite level still with Phoenix. I mean, if you weren't, I don't know if you've been keeping up with basketball. I know he's been playing well. I just don't. I don't know if he was All Star level. Right? So I feel like if you weren't, I don't know if you've been keeping up. If it wasn't Chris Paul, then who who would have been in? You know what I mean? Like there's a couple guys in the East I know. Like Trey Young could have possibly had a spot. They were saying it was too early. I mean, again, like Zion, his name, but his numbers don't lie. He's been playing very efficient. But you kind of don't see the all-star, like I'm taking over the team level. But he's doing what he has to do. So it's kind of like, you know what I mean? Like, we're only, like who snubbed was like Devin Booker got snubbed. Maybe Trey Young in the East, you know what I mean? Because Trey Young is playing out of his mind right now as well. Even though his team sucks, you know what I mean? They're, they're like, oh, well, like people always give the argument, should you should you make the All Star game if your team is below five hundred or stuff like that? But I'm like, ah, I mean, and that that's why you know we're getting into earlier the All Star. A I lot think, of it is popularity. I, it's weighted I, voting. You know what I mean? Like so they they do the players and the fans and the coaches. I don't agree so with your win loss because there's so many other factors that no, go I'm into that. I'm not saying that. I think people people say that. You know, and I think bas- I think basketball is such a stat driven league. Like it's it's a very stat driven league. So it's like it's one of those where it's like I don't know. I think if you're putting up the stats, you should get in. I mean, obviously, there's always like elements like maybe it was garbage points, stuff like that. But I, I think your overall, if your points per game are up there and your assists per game and your rebounds per game, you're constantly kind of putting up the numbers. I don't care what your win loss record is. You're, you're good. If anything, if you're able yeah. to do that with a shit team, that yeah. even shows more. Yeah. Because yeah. then that means you're yeah, getting yeah. doubled more often. I, I agree with that. Yeah. yeah, this isn't like an MVP caliber race. This is an all star, best players in a league. Who's doing what? You know what I mean? And obviously numbers don't lie, but then people also think impact and this and that. But it's like, oh, it's just an all-star, bro. You're balling or you're not balling. You feel me? Like, yeah, that Atlanta team sucks. Like they stink. 
Bro, they Damn. had hope in the beginning of the season, man. Damn, they had some changes. They, 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 they're going to lose. Like, they're going to lose Trey Young. Like they're going to lose him. Now I got to ask you, bro. Did you buy your Trey Young rookie card? Because <laughs> it's been a little while since we had that conversation. Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm watching Trey. I'm, 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 I'm watching out. him now, and I'm like, I don't know, man. Hey, yo, let's go. He's supposed to be an all star. <laughs> so He's playing very well. Number ten, playing, number nine, or number ten. That's the card. Playing very, he's playing very well. I mean, he should have bought your cards. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I mean, so we'll, we'll see, man. As far as like the Miami Heat, like I feel like a lot of teams in the East they got better. Uh, this they year. are seven and, and three in the last ten games. Miami. Yeah, right now they're ranked number six, which is kind of where I expect them to be. You know, they were you know ranked. 10 yeah, they shot up. They were like 10. ten. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, a lot of the teams, you know, a lot of teams are stuck. I think they're like six or seven games behind the number one. But a lot of those teams, you know, are like around that, they're hovering around that 50-50. So we'll see how, you know, the East, you know, comes back after this break. I'm actually kind of glad that they take a break because now Jimmy, you know, they can recover yeah. uh, from, you know, finals and the season. They got, a, you know, at least a weekend to recover. Um, yeah. Also, real quick. They're not out in Atlanta right now. You know to talk about like, uh, you know, your win-loss versus like, is that determined? I mean, Bradley Bills, the leading scorer in the NBA and their team's 14 and See, yo, they started off terrible, man. Yeah, they, but they're actually on a run them. right now. They're seven yeah, and three in the last back. same. They're seven and three in the last uh, ten games. I mean, is is Westbrook playing? Like, is he? Is he good? like I don't he's know. Playing. Obviously, clearly, you didn't see. He's he's not putting up all star numbers. He didn't get voted all star. Yeah, game. from what I see. Yeah, I don't know what. Yeah. His, his... He, he he hasn't been out for injury or anything like that. I don't believe so. Not recently. I know he has for a little bit. He missed a few games, and Bradley Beal. What's balling out on his own, even though they they still weren't really winning. But um, I think right now, you know, they're finding their rhythm. They might make a late run for a eighth spot in the playoffs. Because again, anything can happen in these. You guys know that. Yeah, you yeah, have short, you can have an yeah. under five hundred record, and you could be like the seventh seed in the East. So <laughs> no, the Warriors are nineteen eighteen. Yo, they came back too, man. They started. Yo, Curry's turned up a notch, trying to get his MVP caliber. Clay Clay's still out. Yeah, he's still out. Yep. Man, yeah, shout out to the Suns, bro. Shout out to the Suns. Devin Booker held out long enough just for them to actually be something. Hey, listen, you know a big reason uh, for their turnaround is who? Chris Paul, Paul. getting Chris Paul this season. You saw what he did with OKC last year. Yo, season. man, in the Jazz, dude, the Jazz going against the Lakers, fucking so, Jazz stepping up. That's the Chris Paul effect with a young book with a veteran Chris Paul. Anything's possible this season for Phoenix, man. They just got to yeah, keep bro. playing the way they're playing. The Western is that that bottom half of the Western Conference is competitive. It is that is that is tough. Yo, like so I feel like too. I feel like you know this is a good spot to end it because you know we're in the NBA All Star game. We're gonna watch out. You know, it's kind of a chill weekend in sports. Uh, you know, there's stuff going on in NFL, NBA. Obviously, baseball starting up. Just we got the fights. Season. Fights tomorrow. Yeah, we got the fights Fight going tomorrow. on. So I feel like this is a good, it's a good spot to finish it off. So I think we should end it here and give a little bonus. Are we gonna do a little bonus, a little one division Disney Plus bonus Marvel WandaVision. shit. You want to do that? Uh, how do you I feel about that, uh, Julian? We talk about some one division. I feel yeah. like we should end the podcast and then give a little bonus, get a little teaser of uh, extra, <laughs> this extra credit shit you can get. You want, right, me to, you want me to close the live stream? That's yes, right. Yo, yeah, let's close the live stream and then we'll record, we'll record another one. We'll go, let's yep. close it and then we'll go live in the other one. All right. Well, Jojo, end this off for Listen. everybody who's. Uh, if you want to see this extra clip, it will. I don't know what should we put it on. Just put it on YouTube. Just I'll put it on YouTube. We'll put it on a, an extra clip. So if you want to see the clip, subscribe to our YouTube channel. I'll also put it on our Facebook. So go follow our Facebook and go subscribe to our YouTube channel to go see this There is no scroll anymore. <laughs> I know. I'm fucking around. It's a joke. Yeah, real I will podcast. add one though. I will add one eventually. I just haven't done it yet. But we'll we'll all right, guys. follow Thank all you for our stuff. This. Peace. Peace.